This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Have you been through any valleys? Have those valleys ever felt like the shadow of death was coming across your circumstances? I think many of us have had that experience. Monday afternoon, I was sitting in a meeting with some fellow police chaplains. My phone rang just minutes apart. And between those two calls, I had a sense immediately something was wrong. Two different family members. That's when I learned that Sandra Kelly's father was in eternity. I slipped out, went into another room. As I am answering that call, I looked at my phone, and there was a text from Pastor Rodney Wilson saying that his wife's father was in eternity. That fast, it had all just happened. Two families started their Monday, and that that took them through a very dark, deep valley. And of course, uh, what they were having to deal with is the fact that two men who had trusted Christ went through the valley, literally the valley of the shadow of death. They didn't need to fear any evil. The Lord was with them, and they're with him forevermore. But in Pilgrim's Progress, and we've been measuring the Pilgrim's Progress, we've been looking at this allegory as Pastor Bunyan sat in prison going through a valley himself. This wasn't his first imprisonment. This was his second because he refused a license to preach. He said, my call to preach is from the Lord. I don't need the king to give me approval. And so he's going through a valley. But as I've mentioned, in this story, he draws from the scripture, and in fact, he draws from the scripture in a way that is convicting to me because he had such a hand. He didn't have any Bible software. He had a tattered Bible in that cell, but he knew that Bible so well that he understood obscure passages. And when we talk about the valley of the shadow of death, you know that there are numerous references to that throughout the scripture and Bunyan in his story taps every single one of them. Can you name where they're at? I couldn't until I put it in a computer, okay? But he he knew those texts and by the way, those texts are what sustained him with the trial that he went through. And in fact, many of the things that he'll talk about in this story are his own life experiences. And so we started last time talking about the valley of the shadow of death. He came to this valley of the shadow of death. As he passed on in the narrow way leading to the celestial city. And as he continues, we shared with you, he gets, night has fallen, he's going through this valley. Again, as an allegory, in this valley on one side, 
there is a precipice. On the other side, there's a bog. Uh, Bunyan will reference this bog as being similar to what David uh, in the Psalms said that he fell into. You know that David had an experience with quicksand, and he was rescued out of it. Bunyan draws from that. He says, as Christian is going along this narrow pathway, it's nighttime. He gets into the center of it, and it is as though he stepped into hell. Because in the center of this, you, had, you have flame, you have sparks, you have horrible noises as if coming out of the pit itself cries and screams and Christian is navigating through here and what Bunyan is trying to help us see that for many who will go through that valley it is in fact the end for them because they drop off into hell. I mentioned last time Bunyan refers to the fact that it's at this point that the blind who are leading the blind, the spiritually blind, when they go through, this is where they fall off into everlasting destruction. Hell is real. And so as he's going through here, um, he remembers his sword. Bunyan says that he puts his hand on his sword and it gives him comfort. What is the sword when we come to the spiritual armor that we have? Help me. All right, good. It's the word of God. He begins to reflect on the scriptures. And as he reflects on the scriptures, Bunyan tells us a Christian remembers he's got another weapon. And he remembers that he had been given the weapon of all prayer. Now, where can we find that in the word of God? Help me, Bible students. Where is all prayer? All right, in Ephesians chapter 6, we're li we have all the armor of God listed, don't we? Sword of the Spirit, we just referred, helmet of salvation, all of that. And then when Paul gets done with the armor, he says this in chapter 6, verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. So as Christian is moving through here, he remembers his sword, but then in this weapon of all prayer, and Bunyan doesn't refer to this, but I wonder if he kneels right there on that pathway and starts to talk to God. Now that is critical when you're going through any valley. It's time to talk to the Lord because he knows that valley. He sees everything that could happen in that valley, and he sees you. And so Christian cries, O oh Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. He remembered also how he had already vanquished many a danger and that the danger of going back might be more than going forward. Don't look back. Don't quit. Don't run. Then Christian thought he heard the voice of a man as going before him saying, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. So as he thinks, as he reaches for the weapon of all prayer, as he hangs onto that sword, God begins to fill his mind with precious promises that cannot fail. I am with you. Then he was glad from the assurance of the voice that led him and for the new thoughts that filled his mind 
as he carefully stepped on. You're going to go through valleys. In those valleys, God wants to speak to you. He wants to lead you into the truth through his spirit, the truth that will help anchor you, refocus you on not your fear, but that you have every reason to trust your God. He's going to help you to have sure footing. And he's going to bear you up. So what are the thoughts that fill Christians' mind? And I just I want to share these with us. Again, I'm, I'm aware of the time. But what are the thoughts? And again, as, as, as Bunyan is sitting in a prison cell, I think these are the very same thoughts that helped sustain him and helped him keep going and stay faithful. Here's the first. Christian realized that others who feared God were in this valley before he was. Others who have feared God have been through this valley, by the way, including our Lord. Those of you that have traveled to Israel have been in the basement of the fortress of Antonio if you visited Jerusalem. Those dark stone hallways, the very place where the Romans kept the prisoners who were about to be crucified, Jesus was there. That's where they scourged him, and you can look down on that pavement, and you can see probably the very place where his blood ran through those stones. He's been there. This valley, with its uncertain path, has been traversed by every believer before us who's now in glory, and the good shepherd has been there too. And in that valley, he's never lost one sheep. There aren't any sheep bones. He's not going to lose you. So Christian was encouraged by that. Second, he perceived God was with him in the dark and dismal place. God was with him. How could the Lord not be there, though Christian couldn't perceive him? All right? Do you know that God is everywhere present? David said, where can I hide from your presence? You can't. If I, take my, if I go to hell, David said, you're there. God is everywhere present. He is always present, though we don't, or, or though we often can't perceive him in dark places. Have you been in those dark places and wondered, where's God? Bunyan is helping us see through Christians' eyes. There's no reason to even question that. He's here. He is here. Job had this same realization in Job 9.11. Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passes on also, but I perceive him not. And yet that doesn't change the promise in Psalm 23.4. Thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Hebrews 11.5, what's the promise there? I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Ever. So these are the thoughts that we should have as we go through the valley. And so Christian went on, and by and by, the day broke, and with it courage was renewed. Then said Christian, he hath turned the shadow of death into the morning. The Lord is his name. Now where did he get that text? The prophet Amos, chapter 5, verse 8. 
He hath turned the shadow of death into the morning. The Lord is his name. Now in the morning light he looked back to see the hazards that he had gone through in the night and in the dark. And they were all discovered to him as it is written. Job 12.22 He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out the light. Or bringeth out to light the shadow of death. I would encourage you to take your Bible and just go back through and look at the teaching on the shadow of death. And you'll see in all the Amos, Job, all these passages, the Psalms, where does it all point to? God is there every time. So he went on. And in this light, Christian came to the end of the valley to a little hill where his path must continue. We closed last time with Edmund Moat's hymn, The Solid Rock. I'll repeat those words again. When darkness veils his, his lovely face, when I can't see him, I'm going to rest on his unchanging what? His grace, his enablement, his sustainment. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Again, I'm glad we don't know what our futures hold. Okay? I, 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 I have to drive in Hampton Roads. I'm so glad I don't know what the future holds. But I know who holds the future. And whether it's a, a sunny morning or a dark valley in the night, my God is there. And so may these truths encourage us. Don't, don't get discouraged. Reach for the, your sword. Reach for all prayer. And listen to the voice of your God. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, you can visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened, and we want to encourage you to share this message with others. May the truth of God's word be your guide as you strive to follow Christ and make him known to others.